The following program is for informational and educational purposes only. This program does not replace medical, mental health, or psychological diagnosis and treatment prescribed by your personal physician, psychologist, therapist, or other health care provider. Please consult your provider for diagnosis and care before beginning or changing any program or idea discussed. Welcome to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with host Kristen Harper. She's here to give you those extra tips that you don't always get from other health and wellness programs. Kristen has all the bases covered and just a bit more. Now, here is your host, Kristen Harper. Hi, everyone. This is Kristen Harper. I am the radio show host for Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. I am live here in Phoenix, Arizona at the Voice America studio with one of my guests. I have two special guests today. And the first part of the hour, I'm going to be talking to Dr. Malter. His name is Dr. Rick Malter. He's been on my show before. We're going to talk about hair analysis and compare this test to other tests, such as blood tests, urine, and other tests. And then the second part of the hour, I'm going to talk to Naomi Brand, who is Dr. Rick Malter's daughter about thermography. And so if you'd like to learn more about me, check out my two websites, which are perfecthealthconsultingservices.com. You can check out my hair analysis and coaching packages. And then also go to my speaking website, which is kristenharperspeaks.com. I'm a health and wellness speaker. And if you would like to sponsor my show, please reach out to me at kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, at kristenharperspeaks.com. And it would definitely benefit your business because this is a huge network. There's many listeners worldwide. It'll also benefit my show so I can continue to spread the information around the world when it comes to health and wellness. And my show is opposite of mainstream. You're going to hear topics that you normally don't hear with mainstream health and wellness programs. And I also want to thank the tech support team here at Voice America. They are amazing, including A-Rod. They always help me even before the show getting ready. They're just fantastic. And also, if you'd like to support my show, you can go to butcherbox.com forward slash Kristen Harper, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, Harper Speaks. So that's butcherbox.com forward slash Kristen Harper Speaks. You can go there to purchase healthy meats, including 100% grass-fed beef and organic free-range chicken. This will help to support my radio show. And before I introduce Dr. Malter, I think what I'll do is I will go over his bio first, and then when we move on to Naomi's second portion of the show, then I'll introduce and go over her bio then. And so I have a little surprise for Dr. Malter before I go over his bio. I get numbers from Voice America each week and they let me know how many listeners are listening to my show. And my numbers are increasing, so I'm very happy about that. But my top three episodes right now, number one is 
Dr. Rick Malter, he was on my first, he was actually, he was the first episode. I interviewed him for my first episode, and he actually has the most listeners right now. So he's actually rated number one right now, which is so exciting. Number two is End Myopia to Improve Your Vision Naturally. And then third is the famous Roy Masters. And Roy Masters talked about the importance of meditation. So let me introduce you to Dr. Rick Malter. I wanted to talk to him. He has been on my show before. I wanted to bring him in because he is, he does hair analysis like me. He is an expert. He actually has been reviewing hair tests uh, since he had his first hair test done back in 1980. So Dr. Rick Malter in 1971 earned a PhD in education and school psychology from the University of Illinois. He earned his MA degree in 1964 from the Committee on Human Development at the University of Chicago. Until he retired and moved to Arizona in 2001, he was a licensed nutrition counselor as well as a licensed clinical psychologist in Illinois. Dr. Malter's special interests have been in learning disabilities and attention deficit disorder, ADD. Since the 1970s, he has written and presented papers on LD and ADD to state and national conventions of psychologists and special educators. Since 1980, Dr. Malter has been passionate in applying clinical nutrition to helping children, adolescents, and adults with LD and ADD instead of using powerful prescription drugs. Before he retired from his clinical psycholo psychology practice, nutrition and hair mineral analysis were valuable components of the services they offered to his clients. Since his retirement from his psychology practice in 2001, Dr. Malter has devoted his time to research and application of nutrition and hair mineral analysis in his consulting business. In 2002, he wrote The Strands of Health, A Guide to Understanding Hair Mineral Analysis. This book introduces the basic concepts related to understanding hair mineral analysis. And for the first episode, Dr. Malter gave me one of his books. I was so happy about it. I'm actually still reading it right now. Dr. Malter continues to offer seminars and hair analysis consultations. Dr. Malter is a leading expert in hair tissue mineral analysis and how mineral imbalances affect stress and energy. And Dr. Malter is located here in Arizona as well as his daughter and as well as me. Uh, Naomi is located in Phoenix. I am located in Lake Havasu and Dr. Malter is in Cottonwood. Welcome to the show, Dr. Malter. It's a pleasure to be here with you again, Kristen. Yes, I'm, so, I'm happy to have you here. And uh, so basically what I'd like to do is talk about the differences between a hair analysis and other tests. There's a lot of people that have not heard of a hair mineral analysis before. They normally hear about blood tests and other tests, including urine tests, urine challenge tests, uh, feces tests, and others. So if you could, um, let's start with a blood test first, since that's most people know what a blood test is. If you could talk about the differences between a blood test and a hair mineral analysis and why hair analysis is so effective as far as detecting mineral imbalances as well as heavy 
metals, toxic metals? Well, a blood test is uh, probably the most commonly used lab test by uh, healthcare professionals. That's the one they're trained in and most familiar with. But a key factor is we need to bear in mind that blood is inherently uh, homeostatic. That means that the body has the capability of keeping components of the blood within relatively narrow ranges because that's vital for supporting good health. And that's what what makes blood uh, homeostatic. But it also means that, for example, if a person is losing a lot of vital uh, nutrients, such as uh, uh, potassium or magnesium, from inside their cells where we need to have those minerals, uh, the blood may not pick up uh, these lost minerals for a long, long time. Whereas a hair analysis uh, will much more quickly pick up on the loss or deficiency of such vital minerals as magnesium and potassium. So that's uh, one of the primary uh, differences between blood tests and uh, uh, hair analysis. Yes, I completely agree. Uh, Even if someone has an illness, the minerals can still stabilize in the blood, but if you get a hair analysis done, mineral imbalances can be picked up early on, like even sometimes a few years before they actually show up in the blood. And so I I also want to ask you as far as the difference between a blood test and a hair mineral analysis as far as detecting metals. Do you feel that hair analysis is more effective at detecting toxic metals compared to a blood test? Yeah, I think in general, hair analysis is much more likely uh, to pick up and detect toxic metals because, again, the nature of uh, uh, blood is that unless a person has had a recent uh, very, very heavy exposure to a toxic metal, uh, the body either clears and eliminates the toxic metal uh, as best it can or uh, it gets stored in cells and tissue so it's no longer in the blood because the blood cannot tolerate uh, large quantities of toxic metals. So it either sequesters toxic metals into cell and tissue storage or if possible and preferable, it eliminates the uh, the toxic metals uh, as best it can. Right. I completely agree. And I just wanted to give an example to my listeners. Let's say you've had a, let's say you have a zinc deficiency. What your body is going to do is it's going to move that zinc out of your tissues, such as your hair, and it's going to push it into uh, the blood to maintain the blood because the blood is so vitally important. So that's the reason you'll be able to pick up that zinc deficiency in the hair, you know, those mineral imbalances. And then if you've had a toxic metal exposure, your body will try to, you know, push push out the toxic metals like out of your blood in 90 days or less and push it into the tissue such as the hair where it's going to do less uh, damage to the body. Okay, so we talked about uh, blood tests versus hair analysis. Is there anything else you want to talk about when it comes to a blood test before I move on to these other tests? Well, my experience with uh, uh, some really highly knowledgeable clinical uh, medically oriented practitioners is 
is that uh, it really takes uh, a special uh, kind of practitioner with a great deal of biochemical knowledge and uh, understanding of lab tests to really get the most out of blood tests. And uh, what I found is that a lot of uh, uh, medical doctors, osteopaths, and uh, uh, nurses uh, have more of a superficial knowledge and understanding of blood tests, uh, whereas it really takes a a very extraordinarily well-trained practitioner to really get the most out of blood tests. Right, right. So we talked about uh, blood tests versus a hair analysis. And so what I'd like to do now is move on to the urine challenge test. And I know that there's doctors that will recommend the urine challenge test to uh, detect toxic metals. So I wanted to get your feedback on this test compared to a hair analysis. Well, the urine test <clears throat> measures excretion of metals. So the challenge test stirs up a lot of metals from uh, tissue storage and it flushes out a lot of metals all at once. So uh, when they use this kind of a test, they're getting <clears throat> an indication of what looks like extremely large amounts of a toxic metal because they're using strong chemicals uh, to detox. And uh, what you have to bear in mind is that heavy toxic metals like mercury or lead or cadmium uh, coming out in large quantities uh, usually have to uh, uh, be eliminated into the bloodstream through the kidneys to be eliminated in the urine. And that can put a tremendous stress on the kidneys to have uh, an excessive amount of uh, toxic metals coming through uh, the, uh, the blood system and the kidneys all at once. So I think that's uh, uh, a, a very aggressive and sometimes very risky procedure for some people and puts their uh, kidneys at risk. I agree completely. And chelation is used, whether it's natural chelation or synthetic chelation. How do you feel about chelation overall? I'm not a fan of chelation, but I just wanted to get well, more. Well, chelation certainly is a natural chemical approach. Uh, but again, uh, chelation tends to be a, a much more aggressive approach than the one we use in, uh, in uh, hair analysis supplementation. Yep. And in general, uh, my colleagues and myself believe that uh, uh, it's much more important to use the hair analysis data to assess a person's stress and energy levels. And in many cases, uh, we find that uh, people are in a uh, stress burnout, an adrenal burnout. They have a slow thyroid. They have low energy. Their body doesn't have the energy to support a healthy detox until you uh, use nutrition to help uh, support uh, functions of the liver, which is vital in a detox process, and clear liver pathways, but also begin to raise energy levels to a point where the body's got a sufficient amount of energy 
uh, to safely and uh, effectively uh, eliminate toxic metals. There's a certain inherent wisdom of the body uh, that is mobilized and uh, best utilized with adequate nutritional support. Right, I agree. And so what I'd like to do right now is we need to take a short break. This is Kristen Harper, and my guest is Dr. Rick Malter, and I'm also here at the studio live in Phoenix, Arizona with Naomi Brand. And you are listening to tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated on Voice America's health and wellness channel. Stay tuned, and we'll be right back. making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Kristen Harper is a health and wellness expert, founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services, and speaker. She inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. Get a virtual health coaching or hair mineral analysis package at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com to help you get healthy and stay healthy. Also, go to kristenharperspeaks.com to hire Kristen Harper, a health and wellness speaker, for one of your events. Be sure to visit both of Kristen's websites, perfecthealthconsultingservices.com and k-r-i-s-t-e-n harperspeaks.com. Now is the time to take your health to the next level and become the best version of yourself. What causes us to be sick? We're not talking about the actual illness or the scientific cause of illnesses. We're talking about your body and health. Listen for the healing whisper of Return to Peace. Each week, host Dr. Marianne Chase shows you how to listen to your heart to identify poor health, stress, and disease. You'll learn how to heal energetically and spiritually as well as physically. It's time to depend less on the drugs and more on the heart. The Healing Whisper airs live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. to tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at kristenharperspeaks.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N at kristenharperspeaks.com. Now, back to tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated 
Hi, this is Kristen Harper, and my radio show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. I'm here in Phoenix, Arizona, live at Voice America's studio. I have two special guests. I have Dr. Rick Malter. We've been talking about hair analysis versus other tests. And then I also have Naomi Brand, Dr. Rick Malter's daughter, here live at the studio with me. And so before break, we were talking about hair analysis versus a blood test and urine challenge test. We talked about chelation therapy. And a couple of comments I had before I bring Dr. Malter back in. Uh, when it comes to the urine challenge test, also I just wanted to say, it's just that you know these toxic metals can be really like deep in the tissues. And so these urine challenge tests, when you're doing like the chelation therapy, will not always get those toxic metals that are deep in the body's tissues. And then I just wanted to say too, and I'm sure Dr. Malter is, uh, has uh, seen this on hair tests, but uh, presently I'm using Trace Elements lab in Texas and um, to test for the hair samples. And in Mojave County where I live in Arizona, tests are coming back with high uranium. So I'm just having more people get tested in Mojave County. I'm also going to test the water, but I'm assuming it's probably coming from the water because this is like a natural, uh, natural form of uranium. So I wanted to ask Dr. Malter about the uh, uranium and if there's anything else you want to talk about as far as hair analysis versus these other tests. And then during the break, I talked to Dr. Malter and he had some other uh, comments about the medical establishment. So we'll have Dr. Malter come back in right now. Okay, I'm back. Okay, so let's first start with the uranium. Have you seen that quite often, especially here in Arizona, with individuals having high uranium on their hair analysis? Yeah, there seems to be certain geographic areas where high uraniums will show. And um, Dr. Watts at the TEI lab has pointed out that one of the main sources of natural uranium is from granite in uh, certain mountain ranges. Mm -hmm. But sometimes uh, that uranium can run off from uh, those high granite mountains uh, into rivers and into uh, the water system and uh, wind up being carried downstream to certain areas. And uh, this may be one of the major sources uh, of uranium that we see in the hair analysis. Right. So do you have any recommendations as far as reducing exposure? Well, if, uh, if it is determined by a test of a person's water uh, source uh, that there's high uranium, uh, they can uh, install a filter. Yes, yes. And see if that will reduce the exposure to uh, uranium. Yes, I think that's a great idea. So do you have any other comments that you want to mention about hair analysis versus these other tests before we move on to talk about the medical establishment? Well, as I've written in one of my recent articles, <clears throat> uh, I believe the hair analysis and the mineral data that are reflected in hair analysis the test results really hits what I call the nutrition bullseye. Yes. Uh, the hair analysis reveals such vital uh, overall health information 
because it's reflecting back to us the mineral system and the deficiencies and imbalances between these vital minerals that either support good health when they're at the right levels and balances or undermines good health as they become more deficient and out of balance. And I have not seen anything that comes close to a hair analysis over the past 35 years yeah. uh, that's comparable to the information we get from a hair analysis. The, the minerals simply do not deposit randomly in the hair follicle. Mm-hmm. They're driven by mm-hmm. lifestyle factors, by stress, by diet, drugs and medications, uh, emotional factors uh, related to stress, and that determines how uh, the minerals are deposited in the hair follicle in certain patterns that then can be analyzed by the labs and with proper training and understanding a conceptual framework for understanding the mineral data, we can derive a tremendous amount of uh, information and understanding of what is happening to a person in terms of uh, stress and energy in particular. And a lot of times, a hair analysis reflects uh, very intense stress reactions, what I call stress overwhelm psychologically. A lot of so-called psychiatric problems related to anxiety and uh, pain can be related back to stress. Stress is known as the fight-or-flight response. Fight is anger and rage, and fight is anxiety and panic. So the hair analysis is a powerful psychological as well as physiological tool. And uh, I've written a couple of blogs about stress overwhelm on my website, uh, malterinstitute.org. And this will give you a good overview of how I relate the stress overwhelm to these uh, emotional and behavioral reactions that are reflected in hair analysis data. Yes. In particular, the magnitude of the sodium-potassium ratio. Yes, and I, I highly encourage my listeners to uh, purchase his book. It's called The Strands of Health, A Guide to Understanding Hair Mineral Analysis. I have it. It is fantastic. And if you want to learn about hair analysis, this is definitely a book that you need to purchase. So is there anything else that you would like to talk about? I know we have maybe five more minutes and then I need to move on to Naomi so we can, I can interview her. But is there anything I know that you wanted to talk about the medical establishment? Did you want to talk about that before we move on to Naomi? Yeah. Well, okay. uh, recently what I've uh, been doing is summarizing uh, the problem with a lack of understanding and interest in the minerals and the mineral system. Uh, in particular, but also in hair analysis that measures these minerals. And the way I view it, uh, there's a phenomenon out there that I call the medicine-minerals disconnect. In other words, there's developed such a large gap between the training of medical doctors and nurses uh, in a way where uh, there's very little exposure Uh, in their education to the mineral system. And there was a medical doctor by the name of Henry Schroeder who many years ago made the simple observation that these minerals are really the spark plugs of health. So if they're the spark plugs of health, 
and of, and of life, then why does medical education not focus on studying these minerals and uh, studying uh, the mineral system and how it's affected by different lifestyle factors so that the mineral system is reflected in different hair mineral patterns. And so it's quite obvious that medicine has really uh, created a huge gap between medicine uh, and medical education uh, and an understanding and appreciation of the vital role of, of, of minerals. And that's why so many medical doctors are utterly baffled by many of the presenting problems of their patients. Yeah. Because if the medical doctors knew how the minerals relate to their patient's symptoms and health problems, and if they knew how to read a hair analysis, and if they learned to appreciate the value of uh, the minerals and the mineral system, then they would uh, very quickly see how uh, their patient's problems are clearly reflected in a hair analysis. So this medicine-mineral disconnect in my view, is a major problem. And uh, you have to uh, view it in the context of social, political, and economic factors. Right, I agree. I mean, the minerals are so important. And, you know, mineral imbalances and heavy metal toxicity can cause every imaginable symptom in the body. And I just wanted to thank you so much for your time today. And if you could please let my listeners know how they can reach you. Well, they can reach me by email, rickmind, R-I-C-K-M-I-N-D, the number nine, at gmail.com, or through my webpage at malterinstitute.org. And I just want to close by saying <clears throat> that I just recently um, uh, created a new PowerPoint called The Copper Toxic Society. What happens when most people in a society like ours become copper toxic, which we've seen over the last several generations. And uh, I'll have this uh, available uh, shortly when I uh, edit it and uh, polish it up. Thank you so much for joining us today. And that was Dr. Rick Malter. And he brought up copper toxicity. And when he was on my first episode, he talked about how copper and toxicity is so common. And I believe Dr. Malter said it was close to like, he thinks it's close to like 80% of the population has copper toxicity. Is that correct, Dr. Malter? That's what hair analysis data is showing. Yep. Hair analysis data uh, shows that 80% of their test results are copper toxic uh, slow oxidation. Yeah, it's it's just it's just a, I can't. It's just shocking. Eighty percent of the population has copper toxicity, which can cause every imaginable symptom in the body. So thank you so much for your pleasure. your knowledge. You take care. And then okay, you too. Thank you. And so now I have Naomi Brand. This is Dr. Rick Malter's daughter. She's here with me live at the studio here in Phoenix, Arizona. And I have her bio here. Naomi Brand has been interested in health and wellness screening for over 30 years. She has been using HTMA to monitor her supplement requirements 
and over the last eight years has been using thermography as her main screening method for breast health. Naomi has a BA from the University of Iowa from the School of Journalism and Communication. Ever since Naomi was told at her first mammogram appointment they could not read her images and they wanted her to do another mammogram she had so she's had the desire to find a screening method that fit her lifestyle yet was effective and cost efficient it made no sense to her as to why would they do another mammogram if they can't read it when asking what other options are out there they told her ultrasound but only if she did another mammogram she then had a six-week fight with the clinic to allow her to do an ultrasound without the additional mammogram, and finally they said okay. She found out she had fibrocystic breast tissue, which made reading her mammogram difficult to say the least. She decided then there had to be a better way to screen breasts. That is when she discovered thermography, and that's what we're going to be talking this last portion of my episode. It's all about thermography. It's a radiation-free, no contact, and a possible eight to 10-year early detection of physiological indicators of breast cancer. She was ready for the safe screening method as Naomi went through training and learned there were even more potential uses for medical thermology. Th uh, thermo <laughs> uh, she decided it was time to share this knowledge and service with others. Um, so this is all about thermography, this second portion of my episode. So we have Naomi Brand and she's here live at the studio with me in Phoenix, Arizona. And we're, we're going to be talking about thermography. Welcome. Hi. How Hi. are you today? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. I appreciate um, the opportunity. As some people might know, a lot of people call October Breast Cancer Awareness Month, but we like to throw a spin on that and actually say it should be Breast Health Awareness Month. Um, we don't necessarily want to find cancer in people. We want people to understand how to keep their breasts healthy and their bodies healthy so that cancer never develops. And so October is a great time to make people aware that they do have adjunctive screenings. Ultrasound is one, thermography is another one. And actually thermography has been around for a very long time, um, since 1956. Wow. It was actually invented for military use but we've calibrated our cameras and our cameras are state-of-the-art now and we are able to calibrate them to the human body so that we can do the thermal imaging in regards to looking at the heat patterns and the vascular patterns that are in our bodies and we can get a lot of great information about that. Right. So if you could um, just get more into just possibly telling me more about yourself and then how did you truly discover this thermography and I talked about it somewhat in your bio but if you could just like give some more information about that and then I will also the second part is tell my listeners more like what is thermography okay so um, I'll talk a little bit about how I got into it um, like you read uh, my first and only mammogram <laughs> I never went back for another mammogram after that um, was about nine years ago and that whole time was really scary 
And it was only at that time that they were starting to realize and tell people that if you have dense breast tissue, that you can, that mammography is not the ideal screening for you because the mammogram, uh, the x-ray cannot see through that dense tissue. You need um, another way to screen for that. And so thermography in 1972, it went beyond experimental and the United States Health Department acknowledged that and recognized it as a form of screening, an adjunctive form of screening. And then in 1982, it was actually FDA cleared and people were using it regularly. It was after that that mammography actually came into being. So they were both kind of experimental technologies. Thermography kind of came to full use first and then mammography came through and the doctors decided since they were more familiar with anatomical screenings that that would be the gold standard. And recently though, a lot of articles are starting to come out saying that mammography may not be the best way to screen. Uh, a lot of places are raising the age of recommendation of when to start screening with mammography. Um, radiation we know can cause cancer, so that's a concern. And as far as the difference between thermography and mammography, Mammography is looking for anatomical objects. There has to be a mass, a tumor, something that it can actually see there. Thermography is looking for physiological changes. So well, what I'd like to processes. do right now, if you don't mind, I hate to interrupt, but we need to go to another short break. Okay, great. So this is Kristen Harper, and my guest is Naomi Brand, and you are listening to tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated on Voice America's health and wellness channel. Stay tuned and we'll be right back. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Kristen Harper is a health and wellness expert, founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services, and speaker. She inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. Get a virtual health coaching or hair mineral analysis package at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com to help you get healthy and stay healthy. Also, go to kristenharperspeaks.com to hire Kristen Harper, a health and wellness speaker, for one of your events. Be sure to visit both of Kristen's websites, perfecthealthconsultingservices.com and k-r-i-s-t-e-n harperspeaks.com. Now is the time to take your health to the next level and become the best version of yourself. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. to tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at kristenharperspeaks.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N at kristenharperspeaks.com. Now, back to tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated. Hi, this is Kristen Harper, the radio show host for tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated. I'm here live at the studio in Phoenix, Arizona with my special guest, Naomi Brand, and I was talking earlier to Dr. Rick Malter. And before the break, I was talking to Naomi about uh, thermography versus uh, mammogram, and so what, right now, I'd like her to talk about, just to get more into detail, because some people haven't heard of this, but if you could please let my listeners know what is thermography, which it is a radiation-free, state-of-the-art screening procedure that captures heat and vascular images of the body to aid in the detection of inflammation and various physiological processes as a way to become aware for the need for health strategies or lifestyle changes. Right. So I like to say that a picture tells a thousand words. And I think it's very true with thermography because it's one thing to get your numbers and to know what those are, whether it's blood work or urinalysis or even a hair analysis. Um, we have a chart with that, which helps visualize it a little bit more. But with thermography, you can really see what's going on in your body. And it's a full picture. It's not, we can go from as big as the full body to, to pinpoint an exact location and what that temperature is. And our bodies are symmetrical. We have two eyes, two ears, two hands. It's, everything is supposed to be balanced. We've talked about balance with hair analysis. We want to see balance in the body, and it's true with temperature as well. We want the temperatures to be balanced. If we see an imbalance, that's an indication that something is not right there, and it calls for us to look further into it and to do more testing. Um, thermography is an adjunctive screening, which means it's not a standalone and it's not diagnostic. Neither are mammograms. They are not diagnostic. Um, so you do have to, we're looking to see if there's anything there. And if there is, you have to be responsible for your health and go on and take those next steps. Work with your practitioners and um, look closer at what is going on. So what I like about thermography is that it is actually thermal imaging. And what that means is that we are using the infrared spectrum to look at the body. We can't see infrared with our naked eye, but these specialized cameras can see it. Um, they've even used them in airports. When there's been um, outbreaks of diseases overseas, they will screen people as they come through the airport to see if anyone's got a fever or if they're showing any signs of illness, and they can do that with these thermal cameras. So for our purposes, though, 
it originally we wanted to focus on breast health. That was a big concern. Everybody was really focused on that. But the beauty of thermography is that you can screen the whole body. You can see heat in your feet, in your legs, in your vascular system. Um, not only do we see heat, but if we see cold spots, like sometimes when we screen somebody's hand, the tips of their fingers or the tips of their toes will disappear. Um, it's so cold that it's showing up black on the image. Oh. And that's either an indication of a neuro neurological issue or a circulatory issue. And like I said before, if you find these things, you need to take the next step and do further testing. But it gives your doctors, the patients, a good understanding of how is everything working in my body. One of the big things that we look for in a screening um, is we do a head and neck series and we can see the thyroid, we can see inflammation in the mouth. There's many times when patients have said, but my dentist said I have no oral inflammation. Well, if we see it in your thermography screening, there's something going on there. And 80% of disease comes from the bacteria in our mouth. If we don't clean our mouth up, it's gonna be really hard for your doctor or your practitioner to help you get healthy in other areas of your body because we can literally see that bacteria drip through the system, through the lymphatic system. It drips down through the neck, comes into your chest. Um, it can be a contributing factor to issues in the chest. We can see that congestion in our lymph nodes. So when you're talking about like still mammography and thermography. Mammography is only what you can get between those plates. Thermography is a much greater area of the body that we can screen and see things with. Uh, you can see the carotid artery. Um, we actually had one patient, you could see how cold um, his forehead was and that was an indication that he had a severe blockage there. He did end up having a stroke and die, but once again, our health is our responsibility. When you have findings, you have to come up with a plan and a strategy and make those lifestyle changes in order to improve things. Right. So the thermography, basically, it's not just for screening breast health, but also it just sounds like there's it screens for so many other. Right. Uh, so some of the things we can screen for is thyroid function, lymphatic congestion, nervous system disorders, abdominal inflammation. Uh, we were talking about liver health earlier with Dr. Malter, and you can see an inflamed liver. Um, you can see an inflamed intestine. So when you're seeing those things, that helps your practitioner know exactly where to focus their protocols and their plan for you. Um, with the vascular system, the veins, um, when they show up in a pattern that is abnormal indicates that we need to clean up our lifestyle toxicity we can see hormone imbalances and wow. toxicity through the imaging wow. and the great thing about our screenings is not only do we give the patient the rainbow and heat patterns but we give them the vascular patterns as well and that we call it inverse gray and you can see the inflamed veins and so that gives your doctor or yourself very good information as far as, hey, I need to make a plan to make these changes. Right, so uh, sounds like there's a lot of benefits overall with this uh, screening tool. So 
Could you tell my listeners like the pros and cons between mammography and thermography, um, right. just like the differences between the pros and cons? Okay. Well, mammography, like I said, is looking for anatomical structures. If there is a tumor, it is going to show you if it can see through the dense breast tissue, because they say 40% of women have dense breast tissue. So that is not going to be the ideal screening. You might have to go to ultrasound or also use thermography. Um, so if you're looking for a structure, you're trying to maybe get an idea of how big that structure is, mammography would be a great screening tool. You still have to do a biopsy to get the diagnosis as to whether that mass is malignant or not malignant. Thermography, on the other hand, like I said, is doing is looking for physiological changes, kind of similar to hair analysis. So they work very well together. Uh, they kind of reinforce each other. Um, thermography shows you where the inflammation is. Hair analysis kind of pinpoints your magnesium's low. This is why you have inflammation. So they work really well together. Um, so with those physiological changes, when a mass or a tumor is being formed, it needs a blood supply and it needs nutrients. That is going to create a faster metabolic activity, and that is going to create usually create heat. Every once in a while, we see a cold tumor, but. Um, it's usually going to create heat, and then we would say, hey, you can't see the actual tumor, but you can see the physiological processes that are feeding that tumor. So that's kind of the big difference between the two of them. And like I said, thermography is full body. Um, obviously, we can do a full x-ray of a body, but you're still not going to see physiological changes. And physiological changes happen before a tumor becomes large enough to actually detect it. You need millions of cells to make even a small, small tumor. Um, physiological changes, you, like I, I said earlier, you may be able to detect those eight to 10 years earlier. They did studies and they could actually, eight years later, you could see, oh, there's a tumor there now, but that's where the inflammation was eight years earlier. So that's how you can kind of use these together. Um, so this is something that is a tool for your doctor. Like I said, if there's oral inflammation, you want to take care of that first, and then you can start working on the other areas that you need to make lifestyle changes in. Right. So if any of my listeners would want to get this uh, screening test done, this procedure, mm -hmm. how would they go about doing that? Okay. Well, thermography, unlike hair analysis, you do have to be present <laughs> uh, with the technician to get your thermogram yes. done. And the nice thing about it is there's no contact, so that nothing is touching you. Um, and you can go about doing that. You can schedule, if you're here in Arizona, my system is mobile. I can nice. take it anywhere. Uh, I do have five locations here in the Valley, and then we wow. work also up in Cottonwood and serves the Sedona area as well on a regular basis. But if you have a special situation, you can always contact us. Our website, multerinstitute.org, there's a thermography page. There's additional information on there. And for October, because it is Breast Health Awareness Month, um, we are running some specials. So we have 50% off our breast and what I call a health screening, which is about a half body front and back. So $50 off of each of those, and then $100 off a full body. And we usually recommend either the half body or the full body for your first screening to get that good baseline. And then depending on what's found, you can just come back and do a specific area at the recommended time. So that's a great you know, offer for 
October. And all you have to do is just mention that you heard this show and we will give you that discount. So it's going to be really easy (laughs) to get that screening done. Now, if you are outside of the Arizona area and you want to get a screening, you can visit BTI, B as in boy, T as in Tom, I as in ice cream, scan. Dot com and you can go under our labs and you can see labs in different states and you can go to any of those labs and the nice thing about our reports is that three doctor three board certified thermologists create every report so it's not just one pair of eyes it's three pairs of eyes and our senior doctor he's got over 40 years of experience wow wow nice so we're at the end of my show right now if you could just let the listeners know one more time how to reach you okay the best way to contact us is through the website malterinstitute.org or you can call me locally at 623-287 or sorry uh two six two three two eight two two one six seven and you can schedule an appointment. Okay, great. And um, I appreciate you being on the show today here live at the studio with me. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host for tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated. I was live here in Phoenix, Arizona at the studio and was interviewing Dr. Rick Malter and Naomi Brand. Thanks for listening, and please tune in to my show next week on Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific time. I will be interviewing a special guest about chakras, and we have seven main energy centers, and they're very important because if they're um, unbalanced in any way, that can cause health issues. Thanks for listening. Again, this is Kristen, tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated. And now is the time to take your health to the next level. Thank you for being a part of the show this week. Tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated with your host, Kristen Harper, can be heard live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Kristen can't wait to speak again next week.